This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Friday, May 20th. Here's today's news. A Fulton County Superior Court judge on Thursday reinstated the candidacy of a Georgia Senate hopeful about a week after the Secretary of State's office invalidated the Bartow County Republicans' run for office. Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger disqualified Jeff Lewis, a former state representative, on the recommendation of an administrative court judge. The judge determined that Lewis was ineligible for Tuesday's primary due to a law passed earlier this year that said candidates must be current on any campaign finance filings to be eligible to run for office. Lewis, who previously served in the State House for about 15 years, had not filed campaign finance documents for a decade before he qualified to run for the Rome-based Senate seat. The reports, which candidates have to file regularly, tell the public who has donated to a candidate's campaign and how they spent the money. Lewis filed a lawsuit challenging the new law earlier this week. In a filing, Lewis claimed the law is unconstitutional because it puts more qualifications on candidate eligibility than is outlined in the state constitution. And Fulton County Superior Judge Ural Glanville put on hold the disqualification until he is able to rule on the merits of the challenge. In other news, the Georgia Department of Education is hiring an advisor to work with the DeKalb County School District on solving systemic operations issues. That's what spokeswoman Megan Frick said Thursday, calling it an unprecedented move. It comes after the state said last week that the school system must commit to modernizing the aging Druid Hills High School as a condition for accessing millions of dollars to improve buildings across the district. The state-issued 21-page corrective action plan also outlined requirements to address safety concerns at all schools and alter the way the district approaches maintenance. The DeKalb School Board has repeatedly opted not to modernize the facility for a price tag of $60 million, but has faced ongoing pressure from the community and state leaders. Meanwhile, a Fulton County man at the center of a wide-ranging scheme that siphoned away more than $11 million worth of funds from the Paycheck Protection Program was sentenced to 15 years in prison, according to federal officials. 36-year-old Darrell Thomas of Johns Creek pleaded guilty last summer to one count of conspiracy to commit bank fraud and one count of money laundering, U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Georgia Ryan K. Buchanan said. He also said that Thomas's 15 years in prison will be followed by five years on probation, and he has been ordered to pay restitution of more than $13 million for multiple fraud schemes. After pleading guilty, Thomas forfeited more than $2 million in seized funds, along with other assets bought with the proceeds of his fraud. Thomas also surrendered multiple pieces of jewelry, including a gold Rolex watch and three luxury cars. And the highest court in Georgia on Thursday heard oral arguments in two cases dealing with the removal of statues honoring the Confederacy. While the justices did not render a decision, the eventual ruling could have statewide effects on other pending lawsuits and in how local governments deal with these monuments. The cases concern a Henry County statue in McDonough Square and a Newton County statue in Covington Square. The lawsuits came after commissioners from both counties have voted to remove the statues. The sons of Confederate veterans in their lawsuits argue that taking down the memorials will cause them to suffer injury to their rights and dignity, according to a court document. Conversation around Confederate imagery has grown not only in the public but also in the legal world, as Georgia law prohibits removing publicly owned historical or military monuments. What differentiates the two cases heard Thursday is that they deal with removal of privately owned monuments from public property. A ruling on this pair could have a long-reaching effect, including in the case of a Confederate monument in Lawrenceville's downtown square installed in 1993.
Spoken Layer.